Today is the 19th day of May. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is wonderful to to be here with you and step into this brand new, shiny, sparkly week together. And we're squarely moving into the back half of this month. And we will continue the journey that we have begun with the book of 1 Samuel, learning of uh, King Saul, and the dramatic intertwining of lives between Saul and uh, David, who is on the run for his life from Saul. And Saul seems to be determined he's going to kill David one way or the other. This week we'll read from the Christian Standard Bible. And uh, we'll pick up with that story, First Samuel chapters 24 and 25 today. When Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was told, David is in the wilderness near En Gedi. So Saul took 3,000 of Israel's fit young men and went to look for David and his men in front of the rocks of the wild goats. When Saul came to the sheep pens along the road, a cave was there, and he went in to relieve himself. David and his men were staying in the recesses of the cave, so they said to him, Look, this is the day the Lord told you about. I will hand your enemy over to you, so you can do to him whatever you desire. Then David got up and secretly cut off the corner of Saul's robe. Afterward, David's conscience bothered him because he had cut off the corner of Saul's robe. He said to his men, I swear before the Lord, I would never do such a thing to my Lord. The Lord's anointed. I will never lift my hand against him since he is the Lord's anointed. With these words, David persuaded his men and he did not let them rise up against Saul. Then Saul left the cave and went on his way. After that, David got up, went out of the cave, and called to Saul, My lord, the king! When Saul looked behind him, David knelt low with his face to the ground and paid homage. David said to Saul, Why do you listen to the words of people who say, Look, David intends to harm you. You can see with your own eyes that the Lord handed you over to me today in the cave. Someone advised me to kill you, but I took pity on you and said, I won't lift my hand against my Lord, since he is the Lord's anointed. Look, my father, look at the corner of your robe in my hand, for I cut it off, but I didn't kill you. Recognize that I've committed no crime or rebellion. I haven't sinned against you even though you are hunting me down to take my life. May the Lord judge between me and you, and may the Lord take vengeance on you for me, but my hand will never be against you. As the old proverb says, wickedness comes from wicked people. My hand will never be against you. Who has the king of Israel come after? What are you chasing after? A dead dog? A single flea? 
May the Lord be judge and decide between you and me. May he take notice and plead my case and deliver me from you. When David finished saying these things to him, Saul replied, Is that your voice, David, my son? Then Saul wept aloud and said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have done what is good to me, though I have done what is evil to you. You yourself have told me today what good you did for me. When the Lord handed me over to you, you didn't kill me. When a man finds his enemy, does he let him go unharmed? May the Lord repay you with good for what you've done for me today. Now I know for certain you will be king, and the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hand. Therefore, swear to me by the Lord that you will not cut off my descendants or wipe out my name from my father's family. So David swore to Saul. And Saul went back home. And David and his men went up to the stronghold. Samuel died. And all Israel assembled to mourn for him. And they buried him by his home in Ramah. David then went down to the wilderness of Paran. A man in Maon had a business in Carmel. He was a very rich man with 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats and was shearing his sheep in Carmel. The man's name was Nabal and his wife's name, Abigail. The woman was intelligent and beautiful, but the man, a Calebite, was harsh and evil in his dealings. While David was in the wilderness, he heard that Nabal was shearing sheep. So David sent ten young men instructing them, Go up to Carmel, and when you come to Nabal, greet him in my name. Then say this, Long life to you, and peace to you, peace to your family, and peace to all that is yours. I hear that you are shearing. When your shepherds were with us, we did not harass them, and nothing of theirs was missing the whole time they were in Carmel. Ask your young men and they will tell you. So let my young men find favor with you, for we have come on a feast day. Please give whatever you have on hand to your servants and to your son, David. David's young men went and said all these things to Nabal on David's behalf, and they waited. Nabal asked them, who is David? Who is Jesse's son? Many slaves these days are running away from their masters. Am I supposed to take my bread, my water, and my meat that I butchered for my shearers and give them to these men? I don't know where they are from. David's young men retraced their steps. When they returned to him, they reported all these words. He said to his men, All of you, put on your swords. So each man put on his sword, and David also put on his sword. About four hundred men followed David, while two hundred stayed with the supplies. One of Nabal's young men informed Abigail, Nabal's wife, Look, 
David sent messengers from the wilderness to greet our master, but he screamed at them. The men treated us very well. When we were in the field, we weren't harassed, and nothing of ours was missing the whole time we were living among them. They were a wall around us, both day and night, the entire time we were with them herding the sheep. Now consider carefully what you should do, because there is certain to be trouble for our master and his entire family. He is such a worthless fool. Nobody can talk to him. Abigail hurried, taking two hundred loaves of bread, two clay jars of wine, five butchered sheep, a bushel of roasted grain, one hundred clusters of raisins, and two hundred cakes of pressed figs, and loaded them on donkeys. Then she said to her male servants, Go ahead of me. I will be right behind you. But she did not tell her husband, Nabal. As she rode the donkey down a mountain pass, hidden from view, she saw David and his men coming toward her and met them. David had just said, I guarded everything that belonged to this man in the wilderness for nothing. He was not missing anything, yet he paid me back evil for good. May God punish me and do so severely if I let any of his males survive until morning. When Abigail saw David, she quickly got off the donkey and knelt down with her face to the ground and paid homage to David. She knelt at his feet and said, The guilt is mine, my lord. Please, let your servant speak to you directly. Listen to the words of your servant. My lord should pay no attention to this worthless fool, Nabal, for he lives up to his name. His name means stupid, and stupidity is all he knows. I, your servant, didn't see my lord's young men, whom you sent. Now, my lord, as surely as the lord lives, and as you yourself live, it is the lord who kept you from participating in bloodshed and avenging yourself by your own hand. May your enemies and those who intend to harm my lord be like Nabal. Let this gift your servant has brought to my lord be given to the young men who follow my lord. Please, forgive your servant's offense, for the lord is certain to make a lasting dynasty for my lord, because he fights the lord's battles throughout your life. May evil not be found in you. Someone is pursuing you and intends to take your life. My Lord's life is tucked safely in the place where the Lord your God protects the living. But he is flinging away your enemies' lives like stones from a sling. When the Lord does for my Lord all the good he promised you and appoints you ruler over Israel... There will not be remorse or a troubled conscience for my Lord because of needless bloodshed or my Lord's revenge. And when the Lord does good things for my Lord, may you remember me, your servant. Then David said to Abigail, 
Blessed be the Lord God of Israel who sent you to meet me today. May your discernment be blessed, and may you be blessed. Today you kept me from participating in bloodshed and avenging myself by my own hand. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord God of Israel lives, who prevented me from harming you, if you had not come quickly to meet me, Nabal wouldn't have had any males left by morning light. And David accepted what she had brought him and said, Go home in peace. See, I have heard what you said and have granted your request. Then Abigail went to Nabal, and there he was in his house, holding a feast fit for a king. Nabal's heart was cheerful, and he was very drunk, so she didn't say anything to him until morning light. In the morning, when Nabal sobered up, his wife told him about these events. His heart died, and he became a stone. About ten days later, the Lord struck Nabal dead. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be the Lord, who championed my cause against Nabal's insults and restrained his servant from doing evil. The Lord brought Nabal's evil deeds back on his own head. Then David sent messengers to speak to Abigail about marrying him. When David's servants came to Abigail and Carmel, they said to her, David sent us to bring you to him as a wife. She stood up, paid homage with her face to the ground, and said, Here I am, your servant, a slave to wash the feet of my Lord's servants. Then Abigail got up quickly and with her five female servants accompanying her, rode on the donkey following David's messengers. And so she became his wife. David also married Ahinoam of Jezreel, and the two of them became his wives. But Saul gave his daughter Michael, David's wife, to Palti, son of Laish, who was from Galim. John 10, 22-42 Then the festival of dedication took place in Jerusalem, and it was winter. Jesus was walking in the temple in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews surrounded him and asked, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. I did tell you, and you don't believe. Jesus answered them, the works that I do in my Father's name testify about me. But you don't believe because you are not of my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. 
I and the Father are one. Again, the Jews picked up rocks to stone him. Jesus replied, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these works are you stoning me? We aren't stoning you for a good work, the Jews answered, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Isn't it written in your law? I said, You are God's. If he called those whom the word of God came to God's, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say you are blaspheming to the one the Father set apart and sent into the world because I said I am the Son of God? If I am not doing my Father's works, don't believe me. But if I am doing them and you don't believe me, believe the works. This way you will know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. And they were trying again to seize him, but he eluded their grasp. So he departed again across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing earlier, and he remained there. Many came to him and said, John never did a sign, but everything John said about this man was true and many believed in him there. Psalm 116 Thanks to God for deliverance. I love the Lord because he has heard my appeal for mercy, because he has turned his ear to me, I will call out to him as long as I live. The ropes of death were wrapped around me, and the torments of Sheol overcame me. I encountered trouble and sorrow, and I called on the name of the Lord. Lord, save me. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is compassionate. The Lord guards the inexperienced. I was helpless, and he saved me. Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. For you, Lord, rescued me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, even when I said, I am severely oppressed. In my alarm, I said, everyone is a liar. How can I repay the Lord for all the good he has done for me? I will take the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. The death of his faithful ones is valuable in the Lord's sight. Lord, I am indeed your servant. I am your servant, the son of your female servant. You have loosened my bonds. I will offer you a sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. 
I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, within you, Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Proverbs 15, 20 and 21. A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Foolishness brings joy to one without sense, but a person with understanding walks a straight path. Father, we thank you for your word, and as we cross this threshold and enter into this new week, we thank you for the guidance that your word has brought us throughout this year so far. We thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit, who leads us into all truth. We thank you for your compassion and mercy, uh, spoken of in the psalm that we just, and we just read today. Thank you for your kindness, for your compassion for your long-suffering, uh, for all of the grace and mercy that you have bestowed and extended toward us, even to the point of offering us eternal life. Father, forgive us for withholding grace and mercy to those around us because we do this all the time. We feast upon your mercy and then withhold it from those around us. And we recognize, Jesus, that you spoke a parable about that very thing. Help us, Father, go into this week compassionate and merciful as you have been compassionate and merciful toward us. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website. It's home base. So we find what's going on around here. So stay tuned and stay connected as we move into the week. Uh, the Daily Audio Bible shop, of course, is at DailyAudioBible.com. You get to you can you can get to the shop as well by using the Daily Audio Bible app. And uh, there are resources there for uh, taking this journey through the Bible in a year, so check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There is a link, and uh, it lives on the homepage, and I thank you humbly and profoundly for your partnership. We would certainly not be here. We would have certainly vanished if we hadn't done this together this thing called the Daily Audio Bible that rose up out of the dust of the internet and has become the community that we are today. We've done this together. And so thank you for your partnership. So there's a link on the homepage, like I said. You can also uh, press the Give button in the app, which is in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996... Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 
942-4253 is the number to dial. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Good morning. Um, this is Vicky from Arizona. And I just heard uh, so many people calling that have been listeners for a very long time. And I just wanted to throw myself in with that mix. It's been over, I know, over five years. Um, it might have really be seven. But that's the way I start my day each and every morning. And, and it gets you through. And I just have such joy that God allowed me to find this and to be a part of this family and what a privilege and what an honor. And thank you, um, Brian, and each and every one of you that pray. Um, I just made it through probably one of the hardest years of my life. I lost my husband, and um, it, it has been uh, difficult, but yesterday was a year, and uh, I'm rejoicing that, you know, I still have hope in a future and that God is good. And I'm, I'm not bitter. I'm, I'm better because I know that my God is faithful. And that's such a testimony of God's grace and goodness to me and how he operates through me and that I still can walk around with joy and peace. And I know that he's got more for me to do. So um, I'm excited. My I just believe that God is um, faithful. So I just want to reach out to each and every person that's grieving a lot. I lost my son in December of 2017 and my husband of May in 2018. And uh, I, I'm, I'm still standing by God's grace. And, and I know that he is faithful. So that is just my word today, that God is faithful and he's just and he loves us. And even when we have to go through a hard time, he will never leave us nor forsake us. So I just want to encourage you and uh, say thank you for all your prayers. Hi, this is Mary Arnold, a daily audio Bible listener since 2010. And uh, I have a special prayer request. I am currently at the inter um, Indianapolis University Hospital with my son-in-law and my daughter. And I'm praying for my son-in-law um, that God would heal his spirit, his soul, and his body. And, uh, and just praying for him and my daughter, Ruth, that God will also heal her spirit and her soul. And she needs strength in helping her husband through the many, many complications that he has right now. We're in intensive care unit, um, so he's getting lots of good care. But we need his spirit, his soul, and his body healed in Jesus' name. And I trust that every day um, Nick is getting better and better and stronger and stronger. And so we just believe that God is a good God and that all these things will work together and that they will both be healed in Jesus' name. God bless you. Bye-bye for now. Hi, Dabbers. This is Kira from Denver. And I wanted to give a big thanks to Kathy from Cincinnati with her abortion poem. I had an abortion about 13 years ago, and I, uh, it's the big, biggest regret of my life. I've made a lot of choices and bad choices, 
but that's the biggest regret that I have. And it's just so, uh, I, it, it's just hard to face and deal with it, period. And I appreciate, um, the message of, um, asking God for forgiveness, um, and, but it, the, it's the hardest to forgive yourself, um, like you said, Kathy. And uh, I, I think that having the abortion, it covered, it colored, you know, my sins in the future. It, it like opened, opened. I opened myself up to further sin, and I just kept going. And I have um, three other children, none of which are with me, and. I, now and I, I know, I know. Uh, uh, killing my baby had a huge thing to do with it. I'm laughing, but it just it hurts uh, so much. And I've never really quite dealt with it. And I do. I. Uh, I, I guess I just wanted to, you know, confess my sins to my family and um, and um, just be lifted up. And again, thank you for uh, Kathy uh, from Cincinnati. I love you. Thank you so much um, for for your poem. I wrote it down, all of it, and um, and I definitely um, appreciate um, your, all your prayers. Hi, DAB family. Um, wow, I'm just so excited. This is my first time calling in. Um, a mentor, leader, uh, friend that recommended this app to me. Her name is Laura. I did a Christian mentorship. And um, she's such a prayer warrior. And I can see where she's plugged in with so many other amazing prayer warriors. And um, I haven't been listening constantly to the app, but I, I have been trying to really create the habit of being plugged into community, a community that will lead me to, um, towards Jesus and be able to pray for others as well. So I just wanted to say hello. I, I've heard so many people been part of this community for so many years, over 10 years. didn't know that this, this is how long it's been, um, that DAB has been around. Um, I'm still fairly new and fresh. Um, I even forgot to say where I'm calling from, which is California. I can't say it's sunny today. It's actually raining on uh, May 16th. And I just wanted to say thank you. And thank you for abiding in him for the prayer that you, you that was played that day. Um, it really touched me. Um, if you could just pray uh, for me, I'm actually on a journey of trying to just find myself where God wants me um, in the next few months I'm, I'm not sure it's for the first time I'm blurry and I don't know where um, he wants me but I'm just walking in faith and trusting in him that everything is just going to work out um, just prayer over my, my life I've uh, sometimes I feel like I've been getting attacked quite often back to back but sometimes it can be God just redirecting my path 